Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Wingman Podcast. It's me, the one, the only, Justin Mark, here with my amazing, gorgeous, beautiful, blonde co-host, Matt Levine, celebrity photographer. Here we have him. And we have a couple lovely guests joined here today. We have Trinity, and we have Jimena Vega. Oh, wow. Thank you for pronouncing that properly. I... Respects, bro. You're very Respect. welcome. You're very welcome. And um, yeah, so Jimena, how do you know Matt? Because we just met, obviously, but how do you yeah, know Matt? How did we meet? Bro, we met at fucking, at all the clubs in the city. Remember that? I think it's like during Wildflower times, like what, 2018? Wildflower. Good time. 2019. Rebel. I was scrolling through our messages. It was like 20, 2019. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. So I don't, honestly, I used to see you a lot. It might have been 2018. Might have been 2018, yeah. But yeah. I used to see out. I, I used to see you out all the time. She's a party girl, I, listen, but not anymore. I would promote before, and I worked with promoters too. So I was just, you know, and you know, just going out just helps you network so much. True. Yeah, no, it's true. Yeah. Very anyway, true. so Trinity, how do we know Trinity? How do you know Trinity? How do you know Trinity? Well, so here's actually what happened, How'd Matt. Remember, um, remember Jess? So yeah. Jess is a girl who had a bit of a crush on Matt. She kept trying to bang Matt, in my opinion. That's what was happening. And Matt's like shutting her down because Matt already has like five, six girlfriends, right? Anyway, <laughs> uh, so what happened what is Jess is a hostess, bottle girl, whatever the fuck, at uh, a club that me and Matt host at. So I have a fun weekend side hustle as a club promoter where essentially what happens is me, Matt, and our buddy Lucas bring out 150, 200 girls a weekend to party with us every Friday, Saturday, right? And uh, Trini just started working there. Recently, yeah. I was asking, uh, to be honest, Trini, I'll be honest with you, I'll admit this on the podcast. I was asking uh, Jess about you. I was like, dude, this girl's so fucking cute. Holy fuck, right? And then Jess was like, oh, she's a boyfriend. I'm like, fuck. You know what I mean? Anyway. Oh, it was Jess. I fucking love Jess. Yeah, Jess, Jess is, is cool. sick as fuck. Well, Jess that's what we met. Cool. I met you through I Jess. Guess, yeah, yeah. And I only met Jess like a week also. prior. I see. And, I see. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but then I she, guess. so you, you work at the same club that me and Matt host yeah, at, go <laughs> parties and shit. Yeah. And uh, now we're here. And I, I thought it'd be really interesting because we wanted some cool girls to come on the podcast. And what better than girls from the nightlife industry? A girl who just moved to Toronto, right? You, where do you move from? From North Bay, yeah. So, so. small town girl. She's just a small town girl. I'm We've just got a small town Jimena girl. from Puebla, Mexico. Don't kill me. <laughs> but yes, um, yes, she's. Sure. You've been living in Toronto for quite some time. Yeah, for four to five years. Crazy. Jimena, how old are you? I'm 24. Cool. And Trini, how old are you? I'm 21. Awesome. So uh, let's jump straight into it, guys. Let's, let's jump it. straight in. Let's get into it. <laughs> you guys excited? I've never been more excited for anything. In anyway, my life. Cool. before we jump in, if you guys want to follow them on Instagram, what's your Instagram? My Instagram is Trin oh, underscore Desjardin. D-E-S-J-A-R-D-I-N-E. Cool. Pop up. Pop up right in her face. Boop. Boop. Anyway. Um, <laughs> right here. <laughs> Jimena, what's your Instagram? Y'all, <laughs> you're going to hate typing this, but it's Jimena. X-I-M-E-N and 14 A's. A A A A. It's like X I M E N A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A A so my username started because one day I just like, you know, I wanted to put Jimena. That's cause that's my name. I love her accent. And I put one A and it didn't go obviously because there's so many fucking Jimenas in the world. I put no, two No, they're just A's. in Mexico. There's not a lot of Jimenas, but there's a lot of Jimenas in Mexico. Well, yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah. But, you know, in Instagram, I mean. Um, so I put two, three, four, five A's. I put enter. I was like, this is not working. <laughs> I got Someone so mad because it. it wasn't working at five that I started typing A until my finger got tired. I was like, it's not going to go. I know it's not going to go because it's so many fucking A's. And I press enter and it goes. So it just stayed 14 A's <laughs> after he meant. <laughs> 14 there A's. There you Original. have it. There you have it. You know what I will say though? The weakest links in our society are the people who had made their Snapchat, Instagram usernames some whack ass shit I when they that. were like in grade seven and they haven't changed it yet. Oh my God. Change it. Change it like immediately, fucking sexy girl 44. You know what I mean? Sporty babe 76. Like, do not meet me at the club 
and, and say, like, hey, hi, take my snap, take my snap. Oh, I'm like, okay, what is, is it? it? I mean, that's why I made my Instagram 44. Drunk Justin. Because I was like 17, and I just started drinking. At this point, but it is iconic. But it and here's is okay, yeah. But the thing is, I can't even change it now because everyone already knows me as drunk. Like when people want to search me up, I have over 200 people trying to follow me this week yeah. in my follow request, and I'm, I'm not accepting them because of that story I was telling you earlier. Yeah, the fucking yeah, yeah. dude like messaging, you know what I mean? Anyway, so um, but the thing is, it's like if I change my username, people can't fucking find me anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's the that's and no, also that, and that's that where I find myself right now. I'm like. Yeah, 14 A's. Nobody wants to type that shit. But I can't change it because people are not going to find me anymore. Like, you know, yes, I have my niche and all that, but it's going to be really hard to find a name that kind of tops that. Specifically because it's like, you know, everyone in the city already knows that it's so many fucking A's and that that's me. No, it's true. That's kind of like a signature thing now. Which And, and it'd be like that, that's fine. But what, you're going to have some like... Okay, and this is was literally mine. I my first Gmail account ever was Soccer Babe. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so that's what I'm saying though. But I changed it. You know, you get to a point where you have to change. You, but I when mean, you I'm, grow up, you it's have not the to. exact. It's not the same. But and even Drunk Justin is iconic now, especially for you Don't know who you are. But uh, I mean, it works. Well. I work in the nightlife, parties, all that fun stuff. So yeah, I mean, it makes yeah. sense. It yeah. does. It has to. Drunk Justin too. Go follow me on Instagram. Go follow Matt Levine on Instagram. It's pretty boring. It's just Matt. Matt, no, but I, it's beautiful. It's elegant. It's simplistic. Minimalism. It's not I like it. Like, I like it. You, you know. You know the yeah. trick to like looking very like pristine is just simple. You know what I mean? It's like when Facebook. Have you guys ever seen the the Social Network movie about Facebook? Mm -hmm. It was called The Facebook, and they dropped the the. It's like I should have. Okay. It's just Matt Levine. Matt dot Levine. You know what I mean? It's beautiful. It's elegant it's as fuck. That's it what is people. True. Minimalism, right? Like for example, if you uh, book a nice Airbnb. Right, you'll move in there and you'll notice it's just, it's just very clean because it's minimalist. Yeah, right? yeah, for real. So it, it feels premium. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the reason my place looks very premium is because I don't have a lot of stuff. Yeah, you I have, have a lot of the, open space. The, exactly, the open space, open concept. You know what I mean? It yeah. leaves a lot of room for interpretation. And I feel like it's the same thing with like branding and marketing, personal branding, yeah. with your own social media and stuff like that too. I agree 100%. I completely agree. Yeah, yeah, it is. Enormous. He has such a nice place. Thank you. Appreciate that. You guys come over anytime. Yeah. yeah I was actually telling her she can move in. I might be. Boyfriend's not going to like that. I have, um, <laughs> okay. no, no, I have, I have like, um, cause like I have a dog, but he's not here. Half the time, so I have a little bed, like a little dog bed. It's really cute. It's like this big. Yeah. That, that would probably fit me. Yeah. Cool. Exactly. Yeah. I'll be there on the dog bed. Sounds no. good. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. So, okay. So have you, you've had a lot of parties here. A lot. You've done a lot of shit here. Many. Yeah. What's a lot. the craziest fucking thing that's happened here that's a good question okay yeah, I so i want to know that too matt what do you think is the craziest thing that's happened here? We, we've had so many crazy parties here i've only lived here for one year and like there's, there's we've done like a, a lot. crazy thing that happens every weekend every weekend yo every last weekend fucking weekend i had a date okay i had a date actually two dates i had a date on friday and i had a date on saturday so my date on friday is this cute girl she's a pole dancer really sexy chick she's from germany like skinny tight yeah. waist Beautiful long blonde hair. I, I've been trying to get this girl to come visit me in Toronto from Montreal for eight months. Okay. Why don't you go see her? That's the chase a check. Never chase a bitch. <laughs> you know what I mean? How about on Tuesday? How about on Tuesday? Without saying any names, what happened on Tuesday? Fuck happened on Tuesday. No. This what? past Tuesday. What, what was Tuesday? Remember we had the the networking event and then we oh. had an after party here? The mushrooms? Actually, I didn't no, see you at the one. after party on Tuesday. On night. Tuesday, yeah, that was the industry. That was one. that was Wednesday. Yeah, oh fuck, that was Monday. Night. That was Monday. Oh Tuesday. They don't even know. Yeah, the okay. Names. We're not saying names. We had two naked girls in the hot tub on Tuesday. We had two naked girls in the hot tub. Um, two of the girls were about to have a threesome. One of the girls started crying because she got jealous, and then like one of them oh. and me started like making on the couch or whatever. Uh, so on Friday, I had a date. She came over. We hooked up. Then she got like really nervous around me. And like, I've hooked up with this girl before. She started just chugging Ciroc. I started like yelling at her. I'm like, yo, stop fucking chugging Ciroc. Like, if, cause like we're going to the club and I'm like, yo, if you don't stop fucking drinking, I'm not getting the club and sitting home. I started acting like her dad. It was really weird. I started like, like yelling at her, but like sitting about her. I'm like, you're going to embarrass me. Like cut your shit, right? So we go to the club. Like she's supposed to be my date. She ends yeah. up fucking one of my clients in the club bathroom. And then apparently she banged like three other dudes in the club bathroom. Right? But here's the thing. The same thing happened on Friday. I had this cute girl come over. We, we hook up. Like, I bring her straight to my room. We hook up. And then we go. She's like, I want to get drunk. I want to have a crazy night out. We go to the club. Unlimited bottles. She gets super drunk. And she ended up banging a dude in the club bathroom as well. And I'm just like, 
Man, why do my dates keep fucking banging dudes in the club bathroom? Holy shit. Yeah, so like we always have like no, but I've never actually banged a girl in the bathroom. Ever? Ever? Are you serious? I don't know how to do it. (laughs) I've had like orgies in the bathroom, bro. I've never had. I've never fucked anyone in the club bathroom, but I y'all missing out. Y'all are missing out. In the bathroom on a cruise ship. That's pretty cool. From London to Paris. Yeah, you know what? Think about this. You're at the club. You meet a cute girl. You're hitting it off. Why take her all the way home? Why ditch her friends and the whole club and the table and all this, all the balls and the fun? Just go to the bathroom. Have a quick little quickie. Go back to it. Another tequila shot, please. You know what I'm saying? Fair enough. But here's the crazy thing. So Saturday night, you know, this girl bangs a bunch of dudes, comes back to my house, and she starts trying to grab me, telling me she's in love with me. And she's like, I love you, Justin. And she's like crying with my friend, saying, I love Justin. And I'm like, what the fuck? I, I, like, I don't think, like, I didn't get confrontational with the girl, but I'm just like ignoring her. She's really upset. Yeah. And I ended the night with kicking her out because she started, my friend came over and she started screaming my friend, like my girlfriend, not my girlfriend, but like a female who's a friend of mine. She starts screaming at my friend being like, you're a fucking hoe. Like, so I'm like, get the fuck out of my house. What the fuck? Don't talk to her like that. Get the yeah, fuck yeah. out of my house. Super disrespectful. Is this the girl you were telling, remember there was a girl you were telling me about I was telling you about it. And I showed you the security camera yes. footage of it. Yeah. And she's like, she almost like hit me and I'm like, get, get out. So like, there's ever, like three times a week, there's some crazy fucking shit going down. But also to my woman out there, like you cannot actually let a man put you in that place. Like, you know what I mean? Like if you're going to go so crazy over a dude that you gotta, you're going to fucking throw shit at him, leave. Yeah, but I didn't even know leave. this girl. You know what I mean? I don't even fucking that's know this girl. Fun, it's her, not me. It's her, not me. Like, like no, I, no, it is her, but that's exactly what I'm saying. Like my girl, like you literally, if that's happening with you, if you're doing that shit, you gotta, you gotta take a second. You gotta take Get a second. Get your priorities or two. You know in order, I mean? young real. lady. For real. Get your. Pro- Here's Justin's the issue. Justin's a good dude. Justin's a great dude. Thank you. I appreciate that. But men ain't that. shit. Appreciate that. Definitely. Yeah, we it, love it's men. true. Well, like, here's the thing though. Most dudes ain't shit. Most guys, if they're not working on themselves, or not hitting the gym, here. not making money, we're not fucking right working on your path and your purpose, what the fuck are you doing, homie? Right, and here's the issue: is a lot of girls will stop, start fucking tripping over dudes like that. Yeah, and like I'm not trying to flex or whatever, but then when you meet guys like me and Matt, who are like intelligent, well traveled, educated, successful, like that's why the girls are like start freaking out because they don't want to lose the opportunity. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I find that actually happens a lot, where it's like the the girls get really nervous, so they start getting drunk. I know a lot of girls get drunk around me because they get nervous because they get intimidated. But I'm like, just be normal. What the fuck? Yeah, I don't like drunk girls. It pisses me off. <laughs> I, I, drinking I, remember their you, you, I, I remember you told me that. Yeah. Pineapple juice. <laughs> 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 I'm, like, <clears throat> I'm sober. <laughs> okay, but so you didn't answer my question. No, okay, the, but there's like levels. Drunk girls levels of drunk. to like girls who drink. Having a you drink. know how to drink. Versus like getting fucking, fucking plastered. True. And expect nothing to happen. And then True. be fucking falling all over the ground. All over the fucking place. Because you don't know how to drink. Dude, yeah, it ruins that's the whole thing. You gotta yeah. know what your vibe is. You know, you gotta know. Like, you gotta always be taking care of yourself. That's that's when it gets right because it's like it's like when people get fucking drunk and floppy and all this shit like that. And it's like you know what I mean. It's just like you gotta know. You gotta know it's your time to go. You always gotta be in control of yourself. That's why I don't drink, by the way, because I used to be yeah. that guy. Like the girls were sloppy and crazy and crying and ratchet. I used to be that guy. I used to be like fighting people. Like if I'm drunk with Matt, I'll start like biting him and shit. I'll start like kicking over shit down the street. <laughs> if I see a car on the street, I'll like jump on the windshield. I said, that was me. Like I was yeah. like this crazy fucking degenerate. Yeah. I would like start like kicking shit over. You know what I mean? Trying to like fight the bouncers of the clubs. There was this one club in Australia called Down Under Bar in Brisbane. And I tried to go back there and it said I was banned until 2037. Because they, they scan your they scan your IDs at the clubs in Australia, yeah, yeah. and so it's it said I was banned until twenty thirty seven. I don't know why. I was just really drunk, so I was like, "Close problem. I got to stop drinking." Yeah, you know, so I quit. But um, but so good for you. For real. So back to answer your question, oh, the wait, craziest wait. story, I, I Matt. What? I have a question. Hmm? How old are you going to be in twenty thirty seven? I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. Like forty in my forties. I'll be in my forties. Yeah. I mean, Damn. you're still going to be able to have a good time at a club, but... Just not in that one specific Just not, no. just, just not fine, that one club fine, in Australia. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, so I actually went back there in 2020, right when COVID started. Mm-hmm. And they, there weren't no lockdowns yet. And I, I persuaded them to, like, unban me. Like, I convinced them. I was like, what? Because like, they scanned my ID. And they're like, it says you're banned until 2037. I'm like, that's Wait, so, so weird. I'm from Canada. What did you banned for? <clears throat> I don't know. I was drunk. I don't fucking know. You got, right? you got banned from a club in Brisbane? In Brisbane. Down Under Bar. Shouts to Down Under Bar, Holy Brisbane, shit. Australia. I mean, Australia is, or Australians are already like 
pretty out there. I know. They're fucking like, crazy. What the like, fuck did he Australians do? Australians are fucking crazy. So I do already. remember that night. So I remember I got kicked out of the club. And I, you know how like they do construction scaffolding and shit? I, I ended up climbing three stories of scaffolding by myself while I was just wasted. Just for fun. Yeah, that's good. You know, it's just like, if that was me while wasted, like imagine what the fuck I was doing in the club. You know what I'm saying? Real. Yeah, I got you. Okay, so back to the question. Yeah, back to the what question. What is the yeah. craziest thing? that's ever happened in this house that we're sitting in right now. And also like, yep. what is the biggest, like the most expensive thing you've ever destroyed? Oh, that's a great question. Um, Matt, what do you think? What are your thoughts? What's the craziest thing that has ever happened here? I'd say New Year's, New Year's party. Was well, so memorable. there's a guy whose wife ended up pregnant on New Year's. And here's the thing. I fucked his wife. Damn. Uh, one of my clients fucked his wife. My little brother fucked his wife. Many, like many people I know that night, Bang his wife. So. In the same night, yeah. All in the same, like, she, she fucked, like, eight dudes that night. And then she got, she's pregnant now. And the baby was conceived on New Year's. So, it's pretty, that one, that one's pretty out there. February, March, April, May. Yeah, she's pretty far along. Yeah. She's pretty far along. So, I don't know. Like, it could be that. That's, that's probably one of them. You know, definitely, you know, one of the crazier stories, I think. It's like, what? a dude's wife got pregnant in my house. Somewhere in this house. Could have been Yo. in my bedroom. Could have been in that bedroom. Could have been on the balcony. Could have been in the hot Yo. tub. Who knows? <laughs> hey, it's, you guys are all brown guys sitting. too. Here's the thing. She only fucks brown guys. So regardless, <laughs> the baby's going to turn out brown. I was low-key going to ask like if there was... yeah. If there, there was, there was one, one dude who was like partly Asian. Imagine though. So the baby's going to... And, and her, her like... Her dude, her man is brown too. Okay, You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like, Yo, so who the she fuck does knows? it on purpose. Yeah, of course. She knows. Nice. She, she wants to protect the gene pool by only hooking up with alpha males. Brown guys for the win, but that's not the fucking point. That's crazy. It's true. Okay, and so what's the most expensive thing you've ever destroyed here? It's or anywhere? Not I, I'm not gonna lie. I spent, like, I spent a lot of money on like fixing my mistakes. So it's hard to say. It's hard to say. I like I burned through a lot of my. I don't know. Probably like my 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 relationship with my ex girlfriend. I spent I spent twenty thousand dollars taking her around the world, traveling different countries. Your and then, ex. Yeah, yeah. I, I dropped like, and I didn't have a lot of money That's at the time. The most expensive thing you broke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I I, I lo like I knew for a fact because my goal when I was dating this girl was like I want to give her such a unique experience that when we inevitably break up, she will never fucking forget me. That's what y'all right? do. Right. Eh? Straight up, straight up. And so she never left Mexico. And I took her all around Europe, South America, all around Canada, made her fall in love, introduced my family, right? We broke up six months later. I hadn't heard from her in six months. I'm out in LA with my buddy, Luis Mccardo from the show To Catch a Cheater. We're out in Hollywood just picking up girls in the street. And I see a phone call from Mexico. It's plus five, two. And I'm like, holy shit. I pick up the phone and she's crying. I haven't talked to this girl in six months. She's telling me that she's like addicted to Xanax. She's a therapist. And I'm like, shit, it worked. Fuck you. Yeah, I know. No, but to be, I was really in love with this girl too, to be honest. Yeah. It's like, in order to like break a girl's heart, you got to break her own. That's what I found. So like, I wasn't trying to break her heart. I actually did really love this girl. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's probably the most expensive thing I ever broke. I think if you want to do that much and show that much to an individual, you do actually have to really care about that. Yeah, of course. Well, I didn't, yeah. I, my goal isn't to break yeah. her heart. My no, goal is I to know, make I her know. like have an amazing life. I'm but I, saying, yeah. whoopsie doopsie. Whoopsie you know doopsie. I mean? Sorry, Laura. Te quiero mucho. Te extraño mucho. Aww. If she sees us. She, she knows what I'm saying. I said I love you so much and I miss you. Yeah. Aw. Jeez. I wish I was joking. Alrighty. <laughs> that's the most expensive. That's the most expensive thing you broke. So how did you break it? Uh, so I told her, you have until Saturday to move out. And she didn't move out. So I brought girls home from the club. It was in the middle of a snowstorm. And I was trying to pull a girl in my bathroom uh, while she was in my bedroom. And then she tries to stop me from banging the girl in my bathroom and I, I I'm up and like I, I shut the door and I locked the door and the girl I'm in the bathroom was like dude that's your girlfriend fuck this is weird I'm like uh that's not my girlfriend she, we're, we're just friends right and, and it was just so awkward she's like dude like I was in you but this is so fucking weird like I can't do this like sorry I gotta go and she obviously knew it was my girlfriend because we had tried to have a threesome with this girl before like me and my ex-girlfriend tried to have a threesome with this girl before and so um that was pretty much it, you know? And then um, I packed up her stuff in the suitcase, sent her home in an Uber in the middle of the snowstorm to her brother's place. Um, and so the girl I was trying to pull, like, obviously she was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I'm, this is weird, I'm leaving. But then I had more girls in the living room, so I ended up, like, hanging out with another girl that night. Sorry to sound like a fuckboy. Sorry to sound like, this is my past. I'm not like this anymore. 
I'm a lot. This is many, 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 many years ago. Yeah, because yeah. man, you could have just broken up with her, you know? I did though. I tried to break up with this girl many times. I thought like we were living together. I was taking care of her. She was working with me in my business. Like I wasn't just trying to be a savage douchebag. Like I, I was like, you have to fucking move out. Cause she was, she was like a little bit abusive. Like she hit me and shit. That was like the breaking point of me breaking up there. I wasn't breaking up with no reason. Like she, like we're like. So a Latina? Yeah, of course. Did you? Por supuesto. Of course she fucking did. You know what What's I mean? New, are you bro? surprised? Are you, su are you fucking surprised? Go from Mexico? Bro, Latinas are fucking savages. That's how they are. Like, and I love I, them for Honestly, it. like, we are crazy mm -hmm. when we love someone. So she would have really fucking loved you, too. She fucking did. And here's the crazy thing, right? After, so, like, I had, for a solid, like, three years, I only dated Latinas. I only dated girls from Mexico. Okay? Only. Mexican. Yeah. And after that, you. I told myself, yeah. no, more, no, <laughs> more, more, no more Latinas, okay? Only white girls. So for the last probably about... I don't know, a year and a half, maybe almost two years. Um, I've only dated white girls. And it's just like, it's with how's, white girls, it's that? really interesting. White girls, it's very, it's like, have you ever drank a glass of water? You know what that makes you feel? It makes you feel like quenched, but like not really. It's like you could, like you got to drink more water, but it's like, it's not that tasty. It's nothing, <laughs> nothing crazy about it, but it's good for you. Bro. It's safe. It's good for you. It's healthy. Water quenches your thirst. <laughs> it quenches your thirst, but... <laughs> It's, it's very boring. It's very bland. And I mean, it's you know I mean? good for you, but it's not the taste you want. Exactly. I got you. Mm. Exactly. That's, so Latinas have exactly a flavor. Means, yeah. yeah, Latinas are that. spicy. It's like, mmm, yeah. delicious. Delicioso. You know what I mean? That's Latinas. But it's like it, tequila is not good for you. You know what I mean? Te like the drinker, drinker right now, <laughs> pineapple Listen. juice with tequila. Like, is that good for you? How are you going to feel in so the morning? Spanish this girls are tequila. the best drink no. ever, though. Exactly. Tequila White girls are like water. It's good for you. You should drink more water. But Latinas, it's like, it's fun. Makes you feel different emotions, just like tequila. Tequila is actually for after you're done eating, you have one and that's that. People abuse it. It's true. <laughs> that's the only reason why people get drunk. Oh, really? But originally, tequila is for after you're done eating, you take one shot and that's that. It's to help you digest. For Wait, sure. For real? Yeah. I definitely abuse water. <laughs> I don't drink enough water, bro. I yeah, definitely that. in the past. Since I moved back to Toronto, I love drinking water. I'm not going to lie. I love drinking water. Same. <laughs> don't fucking kill me. <laughs> Been pretty hydrated no, the last couple of months. Water's Mac a no for me. Water's a huge no for me. Why? What kind of guys do you like? Do you like black guys? I like brown guys. Mm. I like Mexican men. Interesting. I like, I like my Latino men, too. Ooh. Interesting. Oh, yeah, mama. Ooh. You're on yeah, the right that's path. that's my for sure, for sure. Que bueno. Yeah, always, bro. They're spicy. They dance. That's the thing. They dance. They move their body. You go to the club. Why is nobody moving around here? But I find it bro, so stop interesting. Stop because though. I've been trying to dance with girls, and it's like fucking dancing with a stick. No, they know. I all I do at the club is stand on the side of the wall and and dance. That's all I do at the club is stand on the side of the wall and dance, bro. But you want to hear a fucking hilarious story actually, me. quick? So I'm standing near a booth on Friday night mm -hmm. and I'm dancing. I'm doing my thing. I'm like looking at my station, making sure if anybody needs me. Right. And this guy comes over to me and he's like, you want a shot? And I'm like, oh, of course, you know, he thinks I'm cute. Wants to, you know, wants to give me a shot. Of course, you know. So he gives me a shot. I'm like standing right beside his booth. That's why I'm dancing beside. Okay. I'm like right beside his booth. But it's because it's the closest one to my workplace, mm -hmm. my workstation. Okay. So I'm dancing. He asked me for a shot. I go over after about five minutes. I'm like, oh, I got to go. I got to go back, okay? He's like, wait, you work here? Yo, he thought I was just by myself, dancing by his booth at the club, trying to get a free shot. That's hilarious. That's literally what he thought I was doing. Girls will do that, though. I know, though, bro, but it's like crazy because I'm like yeah, literally getting paid for, you know. Do you know how hard it is having a table at the club? You got girls come in. We, we call them bottle rats. Bottle they, they just come in like, yeah, like, like, okay. like, they're like little seagulls. Like, mine, mine. I want a shot. No, brother. And it pisses me the fuck off when I when I give a girl a drink and she just leaves my table and I'm like, she like she comes over, doesn't say a word to me, isn't like, hi, nice to meet you. It's like, can I have a shot? And I'm like, okay, sure, here's a shot. And then there's the leave and I'm like, the entitlement of this human being. <laughs> Real. Like, whose mother raised you? God damn. If you're a girl watching this, at least learn how to smile, shake the guy's hand, introduce yourself. You know what I'm saying? Otherwise, you you're not getting more shots at the club. Common courtesy, yeah. And if you really want to do it and not be nice, just work at the club. That works too. You know? So I mean, so you work at the club. I do. What work do you do at, at the, the club? club? I 
am pretty much a hype girl. That's pretty much my You're one of those sparkle girls. You cope the bottles and the sparkles. I'd be holding a sparkler or a bottle or something. I don't deal like with the booze. I like, you know, just started. But yeah, I'm literally a hype girl. I make the signs, you know, those signs that you see. Happy birthday, Evan. That's me. That's me every single time. Happy birthday, Evan. So you made the sign named uh, Bye Girls Only? Bye Girls Only, baby. Wait, let me ask you. Are you guys bi? I didn't make that sign. Yeah, I am. (laughs) Did you make that that sign that said BBLs for free? No, I also didn't make that Because, bro, I saw that. I was fucking dying. That's fucking hilarious. No, so, okay. question for you. Maybe you so you're at the, the club all the time. Do you, because, like, you obviously work at the club. Do you get hit on by a lot of creepy dudes? Like, what's your experience being a girl working at the club with guys? And, like, how do you deal with that? It's fucked. It's fucked. And I don't know if there's, like, some unknown, unspoken attraction. Like, obviously, when you're a girl at the club, you get hit on. You get hit on. All men try to talk to you. It doesn't matter who. But I have never, ever in my life been hit on as much as I get at the club. I don't know if it's because they know I'm paid to be there and be nice. And, like, I don't know what it is. You know what I mean? Like, small town girl energy, baby. Yeah, but it's like unspoken attraction, too, for like people that work there or something. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think it's Toronto as well. Maybe it's just Toronto. Toronto is like insane. So both Justin and I have traveled the world. Yeah. Europe, you go to a nightclub in Europe, no one hits on girls. Every guy is a beta. Outside of Western society, I would outside of Western cities, um, I'd say <laughs> in Australia, I don't know, dude. I don't think they really hit on girls in Australia either. No, not really. They kind of just get fucked up and yeah, they, they just might, get drunk. They might hit on a girl if they bump into them or something. Yeah, you know. But in Toronto, it's like guys are like these fucking sharks, especially no. on the streets. Bro, for real, for real. Uh, yeah, but a lot of them bro. have game. A lot of them don't have game. But a lot Most of the guys of who have game. Don't. Yeah, most of them don't. Like, all of them are just, like, drug dealers, like, sketchy, like, hoodmans, like, A.O. Girl, Wagwan, right? And then uh, a lot of them are just, like, club, other club promoters. Uh, like, just a lot of these guys, they they just are always they're aggressive. 65. They're aggressive. Yeah, and 65 yeah. years old. And they don't take no for an answer most of the time. No, that's the thing, too. Yeah, I, I be giving, like, you got to give different names. You know what I mean? You just got to walk away. That's what I mean. Like, you know how many times I've used, like, oh, I'm going to the washroom. And I never fucking return, bro. Ever. I got thrown a whole fucking menu and a drink at my face for trying to defend my girl that didn't want to be touched. Yeah, that's how it be, though. That's what I'm saying. That's how it be. Listen, so there was this guy. He came up to me uh, Friday night, maybe Saturday night, okay? And he's talking to me and whatever. And it's nothing. You know, he's complimenting, whatever. That's very normal. Very normal, right? Okay, no big deal. That's literally my job. I'm talking to him, making sure he's having a good time, making sure he's buying himself a drink, whatever, okay? End of the night. The next night, he's there again, which I'm like, no big deal. People come twice in a row. People come all the time, right? Comes back up to me. He's like, hey, how's it going? Blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, good, good, good. And then he's like, you have Instagram. And I'm like, you know what I mean? When someone asks for my Instagram, I don't give a fuck. You're going to find me on Instagram anyway. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. You can go to Centuries, but you can see where I work. You can find my Instagram. So I'm like, yeah, for sure. I'll hand you my Instagram. I go to put in my fucking name to search it up. His last, every single search history, you know what I mean? You know when you go and it says, like, all the people you've recently searched up? Every single one is somebody named Trinity. Oh, way. Fucking Every weird. single that is one. terrifying. That's that is so scary. That is so. Yeah. That's actually kind of like scary. Yeah. I mean, at right? least you know he likes you. I guess well, it's kind of but like I don't. Bro, but I'm not psycho vibe. And he's kind there's, of an older I like dude. You, too. And there's that. Yeah, he's Sorry. kind of an old. No, it's okay. He's kind of an older dude too. So uh, yeah. The advice I would give to any girls watching this is just get really effective at shutting guys down in a respectful way that won't challenge their ego. Because a lot of girls will just be like. Fuck you, fuck off. And then guys get like really upset. They're like, hey, fuck you, ho. Listen. Right? Yeah. Like you you gotta get really good at shutting guys down in an elegant way, but make it very clear, like pff, shut down. Like you almost you gotta like belittle them almost. Like, for example, like guys hitting on you, you just gotta tell the guy, stop trying too hard. Like, I'm not interested like that. Right? Yeah. Just like be upfront. Cause here's the thing, if you don't tell the guy you're not into them, the guys just assume you're into them and then they keep fucking hitting on you. Real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, for real. Yeah, they don't blatantly me- say no because a lot of girls aren't very assertive. Yeah. No, for real. They don't yeah, have the like confidence that. to do that. I'm going to tell you guys one thing. They don't give a fuck. Yeah, Some of them yeah. will <clears throat> not give a fuck. Yeah. You will be the nicest person in the fucking room telling them, hey, I'm not interested. Sorry. You will even apologize for not being interested in the man. They will not give a fuck. They will act 
stupid. They will keep trying to pursue you until you snap on them. And then that's when they get angry. That's when they start attacking you. That's when they start being disrespectful. And that's when you have to call security. Yeah, it's horrible because especially because you work at the club. So like the thing I'd recommend is you like tell someone who works there or like tell them Andrew or something like that. But in your girl's case, I just say like leave the general vicinity. Like get out of there. Because like, just just you guys know, I deal with this shit all the time because I'm a fucking club promoter. I bring out a hundred fucking girls a night, most nights. It's my job. It's what I get paid to do, right? And the thing is, when girls are getting harassed by creepy fucking dudes, it pisses me off. So I don't even go to the club unless I have a table. Unless I have a table and a security guard at my fucking table. Or like, because like, my general philosophy is I don't even hit on girls anymore. I just throw lots of parties and I I let the girls hit on me. I let well, girls hit on me. that's the thing too. You know what I mean? Exactly. Or, or like, for example, like, real like that, it's the better thing. way to fucking do it. Just do your Right? Own because girl, girls are getting hit on all the fucking time. So you got to set up your lifestyle where you're just going to be around girls and like, let the girls hit on you. Right? Because yeah. if a girl likes you, she'll like give you pretty clear indicators on like, hey, like 100%. come talk to me. Right? But you guys have to get better at getting hints though. Guys are really that, bad That's at another thing hints. too. Cause like, I'm actually not good at getting hints. So like, I'm really bad at getting hints. So there's a lot of girls who like, like me and I'm just, I have no idea. I'm just oblivious. And I just like, whoopsie, friend zoned. And then like, so I, I start like pulling girls in front of them, start hanging on their friends or whatever. Cause I'm like, their friends like me. But like, it turns out I actually like that girl, but I had no fucking idea she liked me. Whoopsie. Yeah, so you're talking about hints and, and like, like guys getting hints when it comes to you liking them? Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like, a lot of guys never know when a girl like them or is trying to like talk to them. Well, because girls are bad at giving hints. That's, girls are really bad. No, we, we're not that bad. We're trying to be subtle yeah. because since we yeah. have such a bad experience with guys yeah. being so insistent and so pushing and so fucking aggressive when they want to be with us or date us or get to know us, we try to be as subtle as possible. Mm-hmm. Because you guys try to be like yeah. the, these mysterious like creatures. Like maybe I like. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sometimes. Maybe I don't yeah. like you. It's just like I you guys, try to be mysterious. The game, you know. I like you. Like girls have I game you. too. Yeah, they, of course, girls have their own version. It's of like game. girls that like me the most play the most games for sure. A hundred percent. Now it's like they 100%. pretend like I have they don't a question like me. for you girls because me and Matt we studied girls social skills. Yeah, like me and Matt studied social dynamics for like a decade, so we can understand these things. But most guys don't. So to guys out there watching this, what? are some hints that you guys give to guys? Like, what, what do you girls do to give guys hints that they like them? You start, baby. <laughs> hints that I get. I mean, but that's what I mean. Like, I am not your nice girl. I'm also okay. not Mrs. Nice Girl when All I right. want to meet you. Like, I'm like, I'm very much just like in your face. Like, I, I am not straight up like with it at all. You know what I mean? But I think if... Uh, if she's trying to come talk to you a lot, if she's trying to actually genuinely ask you about things, especially in the club, you know what I mean? And she's like, oh, when did you get into this shit? When did you get into this shit? Like, she likes you. You know what I mean? But it's just, it just depends on what it is. I've always low-key been a very, very forward person. Like, a very, very forward person. I don't person. even consider that forward. Like, no, he- here's the like thing. That, I, I mean, expect if a girl likes me, too? she just tells me, like, I like exactly. you on a fuck. <laughs> yeah. Like, I like you. Take me home. But okay. girls don't do that. No. I think it's, I think it's also... I, it's a mix of things, right? It's also the expectation that should go, but like that has been for so long that it's like men gonna make the first move and stuff like that. So some some women, some girls like don't. A lot of girls you know still I mean? leaving, still uh, living that. Exactly, exactly. Which you can't be doing. You can, if you think a guy is fine, you tell his ass you think he's fine. You want to know? I'll tell you a story one time when I was in England, real quick. I saw a guy at McDonald's. He was working at McDonald's. Okay, this is a while ago. I call. I left. Didn't hit on him there. I called the McDonald's back, spoke to his manager. Damn. I said, there's a guy in the front, blue eyes, tall, blonde hair. He was training some dude. I need to talk to him. The manager was like, we can't like give the phone to like employees, like in the thing. And I was like, I need to talk to him. I need to talk to him. And I mean, he literally, he gave me it. He gave me the, he gave me the phone. He called the guy. His name was Ross. Ross. He called him into the office and I talked to him and I got his Snapchat. And not only did, you know, I get myself a good night out of it, but I got one of my girlfriends a good night out of it. Good for you, honestly. You know what I'm saying? Fucking props. That's fucking You gotta amazing. be doing it. You just go for it. Shoot your shot. All right. Yeah. And you gotta find, like, creative ways to do it, too, you know? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like girls just, like, really go for, like, the craziest thing. Yeah. Like you okay. said. Yeah. You called the manager. Yeah, like, I fucking called the McDonald's. Guys would never expect 
a girl to do that. I exactly. would actually recommend more women to shoot your shot and be more confident when it comes to dating. Hundred percent. You're a girl. The worst agree. that can happen is a no. And how many times are you gonna get a no? You're gorgeous. Exactly. You're a girl. Girls get so upset when they get rejected because, like, as a guy, you're getting rejected all the time. You, yeah. dude, I'll fucking be asking a girl for directions, and she's like, "Sorry, I have a boyfriend," and I'm like. What the fuck? Right? It's like, <laughs> it's all the calm time. your it's fucking so titties. Funny. No, it's not. You know I mean? Like, you're not hot enough to even be a, like in my job city. I'm just asking for directions. You know what I mean? And it's like, this happens all the time. I'm not, I mean, not even hitting on a girl, but it's just their response is like, I have a boyfriend. It's because I'm we like, get hit on so many times by so many weirdos. <laughs> and it's like, it's just so hard to identify what oh, person sucks, has good intentions bro. because yeah 100%. at the beginning you might not be aggressive but there's some fucking weirdos and psychopaths yeah. out there i mean no, yeah. we, we know a lot of guys in the nightlife who are fucking like on the front end they seem like nice guys like i don't want to name names but like you know you know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. like dudes hitting on my, in, in fucking rachel in the booth and shit and i'm like oh get the fuck on my table because i read right through him it turns out he's actually a fucking dickhead you know what i mean like there's so many guys who seem like really nice even to us but you got to be like really develop a skill set of reading through people. Mm-hmm. There's 100%. a lot of fake fucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? And rapists yeah. and people who it's are crazy. like fucked in the head. Just crazy and psycho dudes. you never dudes. know. So yeah. girls, we like to protect each other, you for know? Sure. We like to protect ourselves too. So if like it's there are like, guys that we've known for years that are like very known in the industry. exactly yeah. what yeah, I'm yeah. And then say. we're cool with them. And then one of, one of our girlfriends would come out with us and then they would go home with a guy and then they'd come back to us and be like, that was like the creepiest experience i've ever had i don't like how do you know this guy and i'm like what the fuck yeah i've known this guy for that. a long time i hate that too and it, it ruins like it ruins the friendship for me because i'm like yeah. like you should believe the girl but then also it's like maybe she's just talking shit because she doesn't want to be judged by you and that's also that's also what i'm so that, pissed yeah. at women sometimes because you can't be you can't be making up shit about men that's because you're yeah. fucking our reputation up you're fucking the fact that when we say the truth, people are not going to believe our shit. Look at what fucking Amber Heard is no, doing. No, that, yeah, it's horrible. It is a certain, It's right? horrible. Like, we don't want to fucking put anything, but it's it's very, very much true. You know what I mean? And we get into these situations where people, you know, if we're really, like, don't fucking believe the victims. Like, shit be crazy out here, bro. Like, you just got to, like, literally stay away and, like, know what's going on for real. Like, people are insane. Yeah, honestly, like, I'm... I, I carry fucking dog spray around when I walk on the streets Bear at nighttime, spray. just in case. You know what I'm saying? Because like I, I've even like, dudes are fucking crazy. Especially because like me and Matt are public figures now. Every time I leave the house, someone comes up to me. They know me from my podcast or YouTube, or whatever. And like, you think that's cool? I actually don't like. I don't. If someone comes up to me, they're super respectful and super like, "Hey, nice to meet you, Justin. Shake my hand. I like I like your content. Hey, awesome. Great to meet you guys. Right? But I have a lot of guys who come up and try to fuck with me because they know my content. But I can usually like see right through them right away. And, I, and like instinctively, like I don't know what it is. Like the moment they say, hey, I know to just walk away because like I just feel the vibe is off. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I can like smell it on them. Like the communication, yeah. their body language, right? I feel like, remember, uh, I think it was yesterday, those guys that pulled up in the car. I was like. Yeah, they're screaming at you being like, oh, nice camera. Yeah, yeah. me and Matt walking the street is walking right to like 10,000 like mark those guys up. knew us. They probably did. Yeah, 100%. Right? Yeah. But they were doing it in like an ins- insulting way. It was like weird. It, it was just like, again, if you're going to like approach, because we get approached all the fucking time. I get approached all the time by guys all the time. I probably get approached more than a girl gets approached because I'm guys are coming up to me. Girls are coming up to me because I'm a club promoter and we've met at some party. Like the amount of times girls come up to me and like, Justin, I've been in your penthouse. I've been in this party. I've been in your club. I've been in your table. I'm like, I don't fucking remember who you are because like you're the friend of a friend of a friend who ended up at one of my parties, right? Yeah, I think it's and- the pearls. <laughs> It's so funny. It's Yo, just at Rebel, it's like a meet and greet every Saturday. Yeah, dude, it's it's literally like a meet and greet of dudes who watch my content at the club. And so literally the management of the club are like, who the fuck is this Justin Mark guy? Because like all these like creepy fucking indie dudes show up and they like my content, but then they're using my name to get in the club. And it's so like, I'm out in the smoking patio and all these guys are coming up to me and I'm like, what the fuck is happening, right? But so there's this one time I'm walking down the street and this guy's like, yo, Justin, I, I know YouTube videos. I'm like, hey, cool. Thanks, bro. And he, and he starts being like, he starts talking shit at me and like getting aggressive. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Right? I'm like, I'm gonna have to like fight this random guy who like knows my content. <laughs> so like, I actually really feel for girls who are getting like approached all the time. Cause yeah. you don't know, especially think about the average girl. Like I'm a small dude. I'm a little fucking dude. Okay. I, I like my body weight. It's like that of the average female. My height's that of the average female. So think about this. Like some, like the average man could really hurt the average guy. 
The average guy is like 140 pounds, 150 pounds, right? Wait, like five foot seven, five how, foot eight. How tall are you? I'm five foot four and I'm like 115 pounds. <laughs> Justin's so, gonna be a mascot on my birthday party. Sure. <laughs> he's, gonna be a, he's gonna wear the, te- the teddy bear. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be the teddy bear mascot for Matt's birthday. <laughs> anyway, so like think about this, right? We, I'm getting approached. My guard is up. I'm like, do I, do I hit this guy or do I shake his hand? Yeah. Right? So, but like, imagine being a girl. Like, that's what you have to go through. I'm five Every foot. single time. Yeah, you're five foot tall, right? How and, much do you weigh? And I'm 87 pounds. How much? 87 pounds. Are you serious? Shh, what? Yeah, so, so I imagine that shit. I'm only, that's terrifying. I'm, I know, I'm imagine. five one and a half. I'm like you're 96 so pounds. I'm light though. 96? I'm trying, to gain, I'm trying to gain weight. And imagine when I want Damn. to fight someone. I'm like, yeah, you, well, you can't, right? So that's small. why I wear my heels. Yeah, so it's like you got, like the I average mean, guy does not realize you're making girls uncomfortable. One of my biggest fears I have is like making sure the girls around me always feel comfortable. I always want to make sure everybody guys too. I want to make sure everybody feels comfortable. If people come to my house, I feed them. I buy pizza. I make sure like I have toilet paper, like the little things. So in any way, shape, or form, everybody 100% feels comfortable 24 seven. I mean, so mm. that way, you know, the party continues because I, I don't like being alone. I like being around people. I'm super extrovert. I love having friends over, I love having sleepovers, slumber parties, parties till seven in the morning. So my goal is always to make sure people have, are having a great time, comfortable when they come back, right? And so here's the thing, Matt, you know how like we throw parties sometimes yeah. and like a random guy will end up at our parties and we just, we have to kick them out because they end up hitting on all the girls. We'll have like guys end up at our parties. Do you remember uh, during lockdowns, we, we were doing a little thing at your place. I invited that one dude and he just starts aggressively hitting all the girls. I'm like, and we like told him to fucking leave. Yeah, why do, why do you guys think that's okay? You know, they show up bringing no girls and they come in, hit on your girls. Like they're not our girls. They're just like girls we're fucking hanging out. They're not my girlfriends. Yeah, you know, girls that you, that you invited. Yeah, of course. Yeah, dude, I fucking, I, I actually hate that when like I'm having a party or an event or whatever it may be. And some fucking dude shows up. Like the worst thing, it, like, look, cool. You showed up, using my name to get in the club. Cool, whatever. All right. Don't tell me about it so I won't be pissed at you. But then you start hitting on the girls that I'm hanging out with, that I'm friends with, that I'm dating. The worst, dude, if a guy hits on a girl I'm dating, I will get aggressive. I will get in your fucking face. I'll tell you to fucked off. Like, right, like, outright. I'll take, because you're a fucking value leech. You're a value leech. You're offering zero fucking value. How hard is it to just learn how to offer value? Right. Seriously, pay the club cover, or if you're coming to a party, bring a bottle of tequila. Did your did your mother and father never tell you to like never show up empty handed? Because like what the fuck, bro? What the no, fuck? Up. You know what's crazy? I'm more likely to have girls show up to my house with when we throw parties. Oftentimes the girls are the ones who show up with bottles, yeah. right? Like seriously, it, what the fuck? It's like how do you not get invited again? This yeah. is how you do how, This is how you get blacklisted from the party, right? You're a guy and you show up empty-handed without anything, without girls, without booze, and you hit on all the girls. Now, here's how you get invited back. You bring girls, you bring a bottle of tequila or a bottle of wine or something nice. You're friendly to all the guys. You make friends with all the guys. You don't talk to any of the girls. That's how you get into the social circle. That's how you get into that's our social key. circle. That's, that's playing the long game. Think long-term, right? But here, you know what's crazy? I remember on New Year's, right? We invited 180 girls we invited 30 dudes. All the dudes were successful, millionaires, business owners, et cetera. And we even still had guys who were showing up without alcohol. They weren't willing to even pitch to like add it because we spent like probably like three, $4,000 on that party. But we had guys showing up drinking all the booze. Yeah, we had girls show up with alcohol, not even drinking alcohol. So it's like, if you're a guy doing that, dude, you're playing to fucking lose. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Calm your testosterone down, homie. Calm it down. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, guys are so entitled most of the time, to be honest. And I feel like that's very much become, too, because, uh, I mean, like, girls often, you know what I mean? They don't want to feel like they're asking people for shit sometimes, guys. And, like, you know what I mean? Men have made it, you know what I mean? Or they do shit for girls, and then they kind of use it over the head. You know what I mean? So, like, bringing bottles and shit like that is them trying to be like, I got my own shit. Like, I came, I got my own shit. But it's like, men, like, what are y'all doing? Why don't you have bottles, too? Do you know what I mean? Like, if everyone just brings their own bottles... Offer shit to everybody. Bro, and don't honestly, ask for like, shit. Even, and you're fine. Even a bottle of wine, man. Like, it's $12. 12 fucking dollars. It's crazy. And then they still act like that. They still act entitled. They still want you to, you know what I mean? And you literally, it, it's, you know what I, well, the most attractive thing about a woman is, because, like, when I get in a relationship, dude, I'll move the girl into the penthouse, I'll give her a parking spot. Like, she's fucking taken care of. I take care of everything. And it's not that I'm trying to buy her, it's not that I feel like she owes me anything. It's literally like I can't help but to like love and take care of the people around me mm-hmm. completely. You know what I mean? 
Like whether it's a family member of mine or a close friend of mine or someone I love and I'm dating, right? So I will literally just take care of them in any way, shape or form, right? But then the crazy thing is like a lot of guys will do that and like they think the girl owes them something and it's fucking delusional. No, that is fucking. But here's what the most attractive thing I find a girl will do is like when they take care of themselves, they bring their own drinks to the party. They bring their girlfriends out. They're not expecting anything. They're not like leeching because like a lot of girls are leeches too, man. They're just leeching. There's also a lot of creepy girls out there too. Oh yeah, There's a lot of creepy sure. girls out there. Oh yeah. No one talks. You know what's crazy? So we, we got to end soon, but I'm gonna I'm gonna end it with a really fucked up, crazy story. So back when I was like 18, 19 years old, right? I used to bring my little brother to the club, and I used to you know obviously sneak him in the club, fake ID, I'd give him my ID, right? And I was really good at like bringing girls around and. Getting girls to like, like us and think we're cool. So I would get a lot of girls to make out with my little brother. So my brother was like 15 or 16. I think he was like 16. He was 16, right? And I would get him to make out with girls who were like 19, 20, 21. And, then, and I would jokingly walk over and, you know, my brother was 16, but I would jokingly tell the girls, I'd be like, yo, yo my brother's 14. You just made out with a 14-year-old. And a lot of the girls didn't care. They're like, I don't care. Or that's totally cool. And like, like, mm, bitch, you're 21. No. You're 21. That's, that's illegal. I can't even believe, I know that this is probably not even what y'all talk about normally, but that's a fucking crazy thing too, yeah, is like age difference between women and men. Like the sure. woman is way older. She it's not creepy. It's creepy as fuck. When I was tw- 17, fuck. when I was 17, I hooked up with a girl who was 23 and also a girl who was 27. And I only realized recently to a certain degree of looking at it, I was kind of like almost taken advantage of, for, right? For I didn't sure. have game back then. So My game was so boy. bad. Yeah. I was like, I, I was 17, but I acted like I was 15. For real. So it's like, for real. these girls were actually pretty fucking creepy. I think it's so, and I know of so many of my friends, boys, who have gotten raped by older girls. And a lot of people won't even consider that rape, you know? But it actually is. Yeah. Like, it's and it's fucked up and it's inexcusable, but just due to the fact that, oh, yeah, she's a MILF or like, you know, she's like a bigger woman. Yeah, and no, it, it becomes real, real. kind of a fetish. For real. I was, uh, I was sexually assaulted when I was four years old. Really? Are you yeah. serious? Sorry to hear that. I don't know if I told you that. You never before. told me this. Yeah. It was uh, by my babysitter at the time. Shut I have the like fuck vague up. memories of it. Yeah. I'm, wow. I'm so sorry to hear that. I'm sorry you had to go yeah. through that. Wow. Yeah. So you, you know, it's a very. Dude, you have never told me that. I've been friends with you for almost 10 years. You never, I've never heard this before until just now. <laughs> yeah. Thanks know. for sharing that. See, I don't, I don't know yeah, if it really affected me though. That's the thing. Because. I just remember it. Men are not allowed to feel. You know? Dude, that is so fucked. So it's like suck it up or like you know, own it because yeah. it's like a good thing. It's like when I think about it, it doesn't give me like, it doesn't make me feel anything. It's just like, oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. 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 That's insane. And that's, yeah. Very, and yeah, <clears throat> that's crazy. But I mean, even the fact that you were, do you remember anything else from when you were four years old? Yeah. Slightly. Yeah. Yeah. Slightly. Those really good things or those really traumatic things, right? Both. So it doesn't a little seem bit like both. It like a, but it does, you know? Sometimes. Yeah. Maybe it does. Maybe it like psychologically affected like my decisions. I don't know. We'll, we'll it see. definitely affects don't you. Fucking you just touch don't really people. realize because you're so young. Yeah. Anyway, but I mean, but I mean, it's also good that you don't feel feel that way specifically. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm good now. Dude, but that that's why shit. Like, that. you know how you were just saying, like, oh, Sorry. blah blah blah. You're yeah. You're I literally want to cry right now. Matt's literally my best friend. Ten years. Yeah. Dude, that is so fucked. How, you've never told me this before. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I haven't told a lot of people. I maybe told like two girls. Are you sure this is okay going on the podcast? I guess, yeah. So can I, I mean, not to like water down what you're saying. I'm not going to say who, I'm not going to name names. Three of my closest friends in the entire world have told me they were sexually assaulted when they were children. Male, all males. Yeah. All of them are males. Yeah, bro. I have three. One of them's a really, really successful friend of mine who is actually a famous YouTuber, TikToker, influencer and he was doing something called breath work and it, he had repressed traumas and memories coming up of you know sexual trauma from childhood and i know like a, a, another couple of my really close friends um that i mean you guys don't know them it doesn't matter and anyone watching this doesn't matter it's like people outside of like social media or whatever um but they they fucking told me this and it's like this is so fucked up you know what i mean and imagine being a guy going through that now even like further elaborate, you know, 
you, you just got to make sure people are comfortable all the fucking time. Never fucking touch someone without their consent. Even like just being touchy. It's because you never know how they could trigger someone as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. And honestly, to all the guys who are watching this, I just want to apologize on behalf of my gender because I know that, yes, women go through a lot of stuff and like, you know, but we also have built a society where men are not allowed to have feelings. And that's why so much anger and so much, um, uh, what's it called? So much just like built up like so much things build up in men yeah Mm -hmm. and they can't take it out because they're just not allowed to thanks to our society and yeah like i know so many men who have gone through so much fucked up shit and i just want to let you guys know that it's okay to have feelings and i'm sorry because bro it's fucked up nobody deserves that yeah, for sure. And and that's the thing too, right? If especially any males who have gone through situations like that, I think it's very, very important that you continue to share your story and talk about it. 100%. I think it's it's really Maybe important. there's some repressed trauma cuz like it just made me uncomfortable the fact that I just said it. It's, yeah. it's kind of weird. Dude, I'm I'm like actually tearing up a little bit right now. Like actually even thinking about it, dude. I'm like, I want to give you a fucking hug, man. Like this is so fucked. Go go give him a hug. Yeah. Give him a hug. (laughs) You know? I know this is a podcast, but It's all good. It's about Anyway, we gotta yeah, looking for in the future. Out. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, no. go. Let yeah. you let it out. I, I kind of. I mean, I think yeah. we've been talking for a while. I think we should end soon, yeah. and I think we should end on a positive note. Because like we went deep here, man. We we like yeah. usually our podcast is pretty crazy. It's kind of out there, and you don't really get to see such a personal side. But like, truth is like, there's just so much crazy shit in the world that you want to become the person who is just a light in this world. Yeah. There's just so 100%. much darkness, and there's so much negative shit, and there's so many negative people. Just please just don't be one of those people. It costs nothing to be kind. Take care you know? of people that you care about mm-hmm. and take care of yourself and just be a kind person. The thing is you don't attract what you want. You attract what you are. So if you just become the best version of yourself, most loving, happy version of yourself and just give that out there to everybody all the time, your life is going to flourish. You're going to be so fucking happy. That's nice. I mean, that's that's probably one of the reasons why I, I really love like shooting these podcasts because I feel like, you know, I'm in a happy place. You're in a happy place. And most of the guests that we, we bring on, they share like their, you know, positive energy. So, yeah, it's again, being a light in the world. It really is. And it, it's all sharing the lessons that we learned in the last like 10 years and learning from them, too. Yeah. You know, learning from all this, all the bad stuff that happens to you. Yeah. Because wanted or not, all that shit shapes you into the human being that you are today. And you are the one who decides whether to change for, you know, the bad or change for the good mm-hmm. and realize that those are not the things you want to do. That you want to do good to the world, that you don't want to hurt people. Yeah. You know, and that's what makes you like, oh shit, I'm not going to do this. And it makes you shine. It makes your light shine very bright. Mm-hmm. Ever evolving, for sure. 100%. And the past does not equal the future. Never, never. Yeah. All the traumatic experience I've experienced in the past, I use it as fuel. Absolutely. Yeah. You know? That's good. That's your fire. Absolutely. That Yeah, absolutely. And it's all going to help you. It's all going to help you grow. It's all going to help you build. We all got to go. Like I feel like share. I'm reading this book called like Nothing Can Hurt Me by like uh, this like bald Navy, Navy SEAL guy. I forgot his name's name, but yeah. This is a guy that went through a lot of like fucked up shit in the past. I'm talking about, I think his dad like got shot and like, sorry, not his dad, maybe his, but he went through like a very abusive like parent, like his dad used to beat the shit out of him and stuff. And that's why the book is called like nothing can hurt me now because I've gotten so hurt in the past that I built this like such a thick skin because I've gone through all that experiences that nothing hurts me anymore. Crazy. But you can let stuff hurt you. That's the key. Nothing yeah. hurts you anymore, but also you can let it's stuff like, hurt you. You feel? Do you know what I'm saying? It's like I, I've I gone through so many. I just mean, an example would be like, can't be too strong. You also have to let An example would be like, you know, in dating. 
Like, I feel like I'm at a point where girls can't hurt me. See, I still get hurt by girls all the time. All the time. But I, I've literally never seen you guy hurt over a girl. Like, but so ever. that's what I say. Do you think girls can't hurt you? Or do you think you're not allowing them to hurt you? You're not, like, maybe being as vulnerable or maybe as opening part, as much, like, right? Part so. of that is, like, me suppressing my emotions, obviously. Yeah. But also, I've just been there. Yeah. I've been at a place where, you know, being heartbroken for a few months, incapable of doing anything. I just don't want to go through that anymore. Yeah. So that every time someone tries to break my heart, I'm just like, all right, pick up, pick myself back up yeah. and move on with my life on to the next. Yeah. So it's a mix of that. The thing is self-love. That just because something happens to you doesn't mean it's your fault. But even like to go further than that, it's like one thing I realized recently is just because someone's shitty doesn't mean you have to stoop down to the level. And so someone acting shitty towards you is not a reflection of you. It's a reflection of them. Absolutely. Yeah. Like it has nothing to do with you, really. No. The only thing you can control if someone's being shitty to you is your reaction. Exactly. Yeah. It's right? not what happens to you. It's about how you react to it and what yeah. what you do with whatever happens what you to you. You do with it, yeah. Exactly. It's it's how you react. And like, right, so being like proactive. Said, like, yeah. People like people's opinion, right? People say like people's opinions of you like aren't your problem. Like they're literally not because they literally don't have anything yeah. like to yeah. do with you. You know who you are. It's true. That's it. That's that. It's just life is so short, dude. You Her. know? Like, there's no... I feel like I'm at a point in my life where I don't want to entertain anything that doesn't help me achieve my goals. 100%. And that's, that's honestly or the best Or doesn't contribute to, to my happiness. Yeah. Actually, that's I, how you gotta be. I, I got a therapist recently because um, it was like COVID and I was like going through a breakup. There's a lot happening, right? I actually just fired my therapist because I don't need it anymore. But um, one thing he said that really stuck out was life happens. It doesn't happen to you. It happens from you, right? Like, yeah, it happens for you, but it happens from you. So it's like you're creating a reality on the inside, right? So if you, again, if you just become like a really strong, positive person, you become a really strong, positive person, you will just end up in a way better place because you're going to attract that back to you. Yeah. It's all about the mentality you have and how you take things. Yeah, and, and your energy and the people that you attract. Like, exactly. That's the thing, too. And that's what it is, right? You don't got to worry about anybody else. All you got to do is worry about yourself. Like you said, go to the gym, make your money, do what you got to do, make connections. I think that's the beautiful thing about life. Our, our podcast has turned into like a personal development. I knew like it was. Spiritual when I was podcast. Come on. I'm not even kidding. It's awesome. Because I'm really big into that. <laughs> good, I'm really good. big into manifesting. Yeah. yeah. Every single goal that I've, I've set out. In the last five years, I've achieved. Yeah. Congratulations. If bro. you don't believe it, who's going to believe going. it? And you don't think it's I'm at a point where it's like, I see it. It's going to it's gonna happen. Like, it's done. Dope. You know, podcast, done. You know, being one, of, uh, being the best nightclub photographer in the city, done. done. Like, I, I knew it. You know, travel the world before the age 24, done twice. I wrote that goal when I was 16. And I did it. I love that for at you. 18. It's like. Like what you said, life happens for you. I feel like the universe conspires to help you achieve whatever it is that you want to achieve in relationships, money. And if it hasn't happened yet, it's about to. So in 2018, I was in Sweden. I was in Stockholm. And I was really, really depressed because I was trying to launch my business in Europe. And it just wasn't working. So I actually called Matt. And I was like almost, I was like almost in tears. I was just so depressed. The girl I was dating at the time... She was like fucking just fighting with me. Like I was just so fucking not in a good place. And Matt recommended me this book called The Universe Has Your Back. You remember? Do you remember that phone call? We talked for like an hour. I was on the rooftop of the, like looking over like Stockholm. And I remember you telling me like, Justin, it's all going to be okay, bro. The universe has your back. It's all going to work out. And I'm like, dude, are you fucking kidding me, man? I moved here. I'm blowing through all my money. Like I, I almost went broke. And anyway, so I sat down and read this book, okay, that day. And uh, it was a quick audiobook. It was like a few hours. I just powered through it. And I just kept thinking, okay, whatever. You know, this is the, the plan, the universe. Anyway, so I had to cut my Europe trip short because I was literally running out of money. Moved back to Toronto. And the first day I was back in Toronto, I got a client sale. And I'm like, what the fuck? And it was, it was like for a couple thousand dollars. And the crazy thing was like, I had like $12,000 of credit card debt. I was down like 20 grand. But I was like, if I just get 10 clients, I'm going to break even. And I'm going to be making more money than ever. Within three weeks, I was 20 years old. I made like $30,000 in sales. It's so like, in the end, Matt was right. The universe had my back. 
And things just fucking worked out. Things just work out. And I'll give another example. So in 2019, before COVID, I had this girl really, really break my heart. I'm talking about like, I was in tears almost every single night for like three weeks. And I would go out and I would like run to my buddies. I couldn't even like walk home because I didn't, like I was too sad to like lay in my bed alone. So I would have like at least one of my buddies come home with me until I fall asleep. Yeah. It was fucked. Damn. Um, but around that time, I decided that, okay, this has to change. I can't be like too sad over one girl. And I told myself, I'm going to date multiple girls. Because <laughs> <laughs> fuck this shit. Yeah. So I decided, I'm like, okay, I want five girlfriends. Instead of just like one breaking my heart. Don't kill me. And fast forward to a couple of years later, you know, today, you know, you know what they say, be careful of what you ask for. <laughs> now you have it? five girlfriends, well, bro. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now I'm trying I to love like, that for you. so yeah, yeah. As lo- listen, now as I got to change my goals. Don't hurt them. But you know something else <laughs> I will say? <laughs> It's That's out of my so control. Funny, <laughs> it's out of my control. But you now I got to change my goals. Five now. girls. I manifested five girls. See, I could have asked for ten. Missed out. So if you learn anything, if you learn anything from ten girls, bro, manifest ten girls instead of five. But the point is, yeah. manifest your goals. <laughs> but anyways, um, manifest yeah, your fucking goals. Let's end. Let's end it. All right, guys. Wow. That was that was actually pretty crazy, man. It's probably the deepest. Like, this, this is definitely the deepest we've gone on the podcast. I think this is a side of us that like we don't have, we, we dude, don't share. We, we never show this. We never show I don't this. think we ever show this. We just come off as like degenerates. Yeah, I do it on purpose. <laughs> I think it's so hilarious. fucking important though, too, right? Because you guys can be degens and also get deep. Yeah, for sure. I mean, most <laughs> no, of mine and Matt's conversations both. are literally like this. Like we yeah. talk about shit like this all the time, right? But from from a female perspective. I think it's really important that y'all as like men continue to have, not like y'all got to make this your primary thing. You know what I mean? But I think it's really important that, that you talk about these things and you uh, talk about you these show perspectives the world and things that you've gone through and that, you know, you've, you've had a therapist, you know what I mean? Like you've gone through shit. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. y'all are met, you know what I mean? And it's all the same. It's all the same. <laughs> so you know? just show your human side, show all that that you think is going to make you like, I don't know, bro. I, Society just wants to see bling bling and all nice and all perfect. Yeah. No, it's not. It will and never be. And we all be. fucking know this. It's true. But somehow we try to hide it. We try to conceal it. We try to pretend that everything's perfect. It's not. Nobody's life is perfect. I'm not gonna lie. My life's pretty fucking like. I, my my, 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 my life's pretty, pretty fucking great, dude. If, if you were right here, I'd put your glass back on. I'd I'm like back you. to back to the fuckboy lifestyle. <laughs> back to the wingman podcast. No, but the, it is true what she said. But in life, there's like there's shit and there's good. Yeah, I think exactly. It's the difference between me, us, and like most people is we focus on the good. Dude, before oh. I moved into this fucking penthouse, I was borderline suicidally depressed. I was like, literally, I just broke my girlfriend in Mexico. She starts fucking hitting me. I find out that my girlfriend I thought was 23 is 30. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I tell her, like, I want to break Laura up with her. Was 30. No, uh, Valentina. Valentina Escobedo. Shout out to Valentina Escobedo. Great she, name. She's an actress oh, oh. on La Rosa de Guadalupe. She La told Rosa. me she's 23. She's about to turn 30. She's the same age as my older sister. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? So I kind of picture her. I'm like, hey, maybe we should have like an open relationship or something. We're like, I don't know, like maybe we should break up because like you're old, right? Yeah, she's gonna ask you for a baby soon. <laughs> Listen, no, no, no. Well, that's what I was saying. Old. Like, dude, old. did she no, act old? I was 24 no, years old. At the, at the this time. woman was 30. Pretending she's 20. Okay, but that's pretending she's 23. It's old for your age at that point. I know it's not old, but when I'm 24 and you're 30, pretending to be 23, yeah, that's what's I'm just though, like, yeah, yeah. damn, what have you been doing for the last fucking 10 years of your life? Right? I'm just starting my fucking 20s. Yeah, you know no. what I mean? <laughs> to like, our 30 year old baddies, you're bad as fuck. Can't wait for my 30s. I'm not but judging that's not any what girl in her 30s. I know, no, I know, but that's what I was like. I'm just saying, don't lie means. about your age. Anyway, so I started breaking out this girl. She starts fucking hitting me. I book a flight. I, I literally, my reaction. Silent. Pack all my shit in a bag. Jump in a taxi. Book a flight to the fucking uh, Cancun airport. Fly back to Toronto. That was it. That's why I, I didn't say anything. Which is like, cool. You're hitting me. Cool. Psh, adios. Came back to Toronto. 
fucking, there's, there's some dude living in my fucking house. So I had to fucking like find a new place and eventually move here. Right. So of course, like life isn't always sunshine and rainbows boys, but life is what you make out of it. It is what you fucking make out of it. You know what I'm saying? 100%. That's, that's all. You gotta step the fuck up though and stop crying like a little bitch. It's okay to cry sometimes. Believe in yourself. Go cry with your friends for a little bit. Go take some fucking mushrooms. Go talk to fucking Bro, your, your best friend. Mushrooms. For real. Mushrooms will change your life. Some psilocybic mushrooms, still baby. don't know. Mm-hmm. That's a whole other them. topic for y'all. Yo. I have a mushroom know, tattoo can, on my leg. We can go on forever about yeah. this topic. We, yeah. yeah. But anyway, guys, my name is Justin Mark. And we'll talk to you guys very soon. Ladies, I just want to thank you guys so much for being on the podcast. Thanks to you for such an inspirational conversation. Matt, thank you so much for sharing some really, really deep shit today, man. That is like actually like, again, we've we been friends for almost a fucking decade and I didn't know this about you, right? Yeah. And um, thank you guys so much for being here and inspiring us to get this vulnerable. You guys are great. Thank Humana, you for having us. Trini, thank again, you so don't forget to follow them on Instagram. Pop up here on her face. Bro, Pop up in her face. Thank you. Thank you because mine, nobody's going to want to type that shit. <laughs> and um, yeah, guys, we'll, we'll see you guys very soon in a new video. We're on all platforms, Apple, Spotify, YouTube. Make sure to subscribe. Make sure to follow us. And Matt.Levine on Instagram. Drunk Justin 2 on Instagram. Drunk Justin Mark on YouTube. And we'll see you guys in the next also, video. Also, come to my birthday party. Come to Matt's birthday party. When is it? May 27th, May 28th. Where? I'll be Century and time? Rebel. If this video, is this video even going to get out in time for the birthday party? Yeah. What May time? 27th at Century, 11 p.m. May 28th at Rebel Nightclub at fucking 10 p.m. sharp. Just hey. show up, say I'm here for Matt Levine's birthday. Let's go. I'm going to be there. Watch me there. <laughs> Let's fucking go, baby. It's going to be insane. Shit. But we'll see you guys soon. See you guys soon.